With working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, high wire woman. So like you, I'm a parent and being a parent, the hardest job I have. And I think most of us will agree. Never feels like I'm doing the right thing. If I'm working too much, feel like I'm ignoring Salvatore. For those that you don't know, Salvatore is my 14-year-old Delight, who's a freshman in high school. If I'm not working enough, I feel like I'm letting my firm down. I've been living this tug of war for the past 14 and a half years. Yes, it's easier in a sense now because Salvatore will be 15 in a few months. He doesn't need me physically, but he certainly needs me mentally and emotionally. And actually, that's harder than the physical years, although I do love him sleeping through the night. Every few months, I find myself taking parental inventory. Do you do this? I do. I say, am I a good parent? Is Salvatore too spoiled? Is he learning life lessons? Has he played too many video games? Has he struggled enough? I'm constantly wondering if I'm doing a good enough job. I'm wondering if he'll grow up to be a responsible human, one that's compassionate, kind, and well-adjusted. It's a lot of pressure, and I'm certain that I'm not alone. And recently, I've come across two similar but different things this month that have helped me resolve some of my questions and insecurities. So I'll tell you what I saw. So This Is Us, the TV show on NBC. It's a lot of emotions and a lot of crying, but I'm invested. Really good storyline, good characters. Not a huge TV watcher, but this one's pretty well written and emotionally driven. Sometimes a little too much emotion, but always a good story. So recently, there was an episode called There, T-H-E-R-E. I streamed it, and I watched one scene about five times in a row. I just couldn't get enough of it. It was only a few words, but it resonated with me to my core, to my actual soul. Like when I heard these words, it just made me stop everything and think. So here's what happened in that episode. One of the main characters, Kevin, is a famous actor, and he's out of town when his fiance goes into early labor with their twins. Of course, he's driving to get to the airport. Everything goes wrong as he's driving. He sees a car on the side of the road and he feels compelled to stop and help the injured passenger. He doesn't have cell phone service, so he can't call 911. Instead, he rescues the guy and drives him to the hospital. The passenger's in rough shape and Kevin keeps this conversation going to help him stay awake and alive. And he starts talking about how his fiance is in labor He's going to miss the most important day of his kids' lives. And the passenger tells him that he has three kids. And the day that they were born was not the most important day of their lives. The passenger recognizes Kevin because he's a famous actor and tells him, dude, don't worry. You're rich and famous and your kids will idolize you no matter what. But Kevin's not into that and thinks back to his dad and how he was raised. His dad wasn't rich or famous. He was always there for him. He was just, quote, there. He tells the injured guy, my dad was the most there person that ever lived. You guys, that's the line in the scene I watched five times. My parents were just, quote, there, unquote, parents. They weren't rich. 
We didn't go on vacations. We didn't have a lot, but we had them. They're always there no matter what for everything. And this idea resonated with my soul. I mean, really, what else can we give our kids but being there? I want to be there for Salvatore. He doesn't need fancy cars or vacations. He needs his mom to pick him up from school. So I'm there when he tells me about his day. He needs us to be there for him no matter what. And it's simple. We make it complicated. They don't need the complicated stuff. They need our time and our attention. They need us to love them and support them. And it's hard. We've got a million things going on. They need us to listen to them, to put your phone down when they're speaking, to turn off the radio and just be there. It's so simple, but we've made it so complicated. So great. I saw that episode. I just keep thinking about being there, being there, being there. Simple enough. And I've thought about it over and over again until I read a post about parenting from Glennon Doyle that equally resonated with me. For those of you who don't know Glennon, she's an American author. She's got a lot of books and an activist. She writes nonfiction books on women's issues, and she's the real deal. She struggled with mental illness, bulimia, alcoholism, divorce, and a host of parenting issues. She's a little woo-woo for me to fully embrace but I'm a fan of most of her ideas and writing. So Glennon posted an article last year entitled The Memo That All New Moms and Dads Should Receive. It talks about how different generations were parented. And here's the memo. Listen to this. You guys are going to love it. My grandmother's memo, quote, here is the baby. Take her home. Let it grow. Let it speak when spoken to. Carry on with your lives. Next paragraph. My mother's memo. Here's your baby. Take her home and then get together with your friends who also have these things. Drink tab before four o'clock and wine coolers after. Smoke cigarettes, play cards. Lock the kids out of the house and let them in to only eat and sleep. Lucky bastards. And here is our memo that we got as a parent of this generation. Here is your baby. This is the moment that you've been waiting for your entire life. When the hole in your heart is filled and you finally become complete, If, after I put this child in your arms, you sense anything other than utter fulfillment, seek counseling immediately. And after you hang up with the counselor, call a tutor. Since we've been speaking for three minutes, your child is already behind. Sound familiar? Have you registered her for Mandarin classes yet? I see. Poor child. Listen closely. Parent is no longer a noun. Those days are done. Parent is now a verb. Something you do ceaselessly. Think of the verb parent as synonymous with protect, shield, hover, deflect, fix, pain, and obsess. Parenting will require all of you. Please parent with your mind, your body, and your soul. Parenting is your new religion within which you will find salvation. This child is your savior. Convert or be damned. We'll wait while you cancel all other life endeavors. Thank you. Sound familiar? Now, the goal of parenting in our generation, according to Glennon, and I agree 150%, is to never allow anything difficult to happen to your child. She says, to that end, your child must win every competition he or she enters. She must feel like everyone likes and loves her, wants to be with her at all times. She must be constantly entertained and amused. Every one of her days on earth must be like Disneyland, but better. And if you go to actual Disneyland, be sure to get fast passes because she should never be forced to wait for anything ever. If other kids don't want to play with her, you call those parents, find out why, insist they fix it. In public, walk in front of your child 
and shield her from any unhappy faces that make her sad and any happy faces that make her feel left out. When she gets into trouble at school, call her teacher and explain loudly that your child does not make mistakes. Insist that the teacher apologize for her mistake. Do not ever, ever let a drop of rain fall upon your child's fragile head. Raise this human without ever allowing her to feel a single uncomfortable human emotion. Give her a life without allowing life to happen to her. In short, your life is over and your new existence is about ensuring that her life never begins. Godspeed. We got a terrible memo and Glennon Doyle is 150% right. We drive ourselves and our kids nuts. I'm guilty of it. So listen to this. Salvatore is responsible for bringing the garbage cans in and out once a week. Once a week, not a big deal, takes two seconds. But the other day, it was cold and snowy. We live in Buffalo, New York. Not unusual for it to be cold and snowy in the winter. And I was going to go take the garbage cans in because it was too cold for him. I seriously started putting on my gloves and my shoes and my hat. And I had to stop myself and say, seriously, he's 14 years old. He's not going to die or melt. He loves playing football outside. But the thought of him being cold was upsetting to me. Why? Because I was given that awful parent memo. I had to stop myself and make him do it. And that's just one example of hundreds. I don't want him to suffer ever or have his feelings hurt ever or lose or feel badly about himself. But that makes for a really self-centered, weak child. I'm not doing him any favors by doing everything for him. I'm not doing any favors to him by not allowing him to problem solve. I'm an employer. I have employees. The last thing you want to do is send your kid into the workforce as someone that can't solve their own problems. I mean, I've had employees, parents call me or confront me about their work performance. This has to stop. They got that memo too. So I know better. I know Salvatore needs to grow and experience challenges. He needs to lose and he needs to bomb a test and I need to not contact his teacher. He needs to not get a job that he really wants. He needs to work somewhere crappy. I need to just be there. Like in the This Is Us episode, I need to be there to support him, to love him, to make him take out the garbage. We make it hard, but we need to throw away that memo and go back to the one that our parents got. My parents didn't get involved if I had an issue at school or with a teacher or with a friend. My parents were hands off. We figured things out and it made us stronger and better. We need to throw away that memo that we got and replace it with our parents or grandparents. We need to let our kids lose and we need to just be there no matter what. So food for thought, high wire women, this parenting is tough stuff, but remember, we make it harder than it needs to be. So until next time, stay on that high wire.